Hey, what's up? This is your host, Kat Jones. Today is May 5th, 2020. Go on out and hug your shed and take a selfie because this is queer all year. That's right, it's Hug a Shed and Take a Selfie Day, and I am celebrating it with my bro and sound producer and co-host, Mick G. And I'm here to say today is Revenge of the Fifth. Revenge of the Fifth. After the Fourth. Yes, may the Fourth be with you, Revenge of the Fifth. Uh, I just, like, what's up with this, 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 uh, this, this, uh, selfie thing? Like, we're... How does this even happen? How did this come about? I, it, I, from what I can tell, it doesn't say who, but it says it was born out of one man's love of gardening and that sacred space of the gardener, this shed. It does not say who that person is. And probably I mean, rightfully are pretty so. Great, you know. Um, I guess so. I don't have a shed. I can. What kind of. Uh, holiday is it like what 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 website was that uh it's um days of the year.com it's one of my favorite sites hmm. um yeah basically it's just go hug a shed and take a selfie that's how you celebrate it i suppose i could go do that in a little bit here well but yeah or wait no that would be yeah, yeah not you want to do it with the sun this. we're recording on a different day as usual yeah, luckily for once um, <laughs> is this something about a mini fridge? What does that mean? What do you mean? What are you? Oh, it says you should add a mini fridge to your shed to appreciate it. Yeah. Wait, a shed? A shed doesn't really have electricity. They're talking about a garage. I mean, it could be a she shed. Oh yeah, I forgot that's a thing now. <laughs> yep, sheds have grown in the past a little bit. This is my she shed. It's my pod cave she shed burned down my she shed you know what makes me feel personally attacked today is that it is also nail day when you celebrate getting your nails done and i am so mad because i it's all i want in life is to get a haircut and get my nails done and get (laughs) it and get a tattoo it's all (laughs) i just want i just want to get my nails done yeah you girl. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I am Travis annoyed that like, gets I've been his out, nails done. So I've been out in like the garden every day, mm-hmm. and I am mad that my hair is so long now because yeah. I'm sweating like a like a mofo. Yeah. The other day, Nathan, actually, I think it was yesterday. He was like, he's got a hair trimmer for. Um, I'm not sure what it's for. I guess it's for his hair. But, like, he doesn't use it. And so he was like, I wonder what happened if I just put the guard a little bit longer or whatever and then just went. And I'm like, nope, uh-uh, nope. Uh, you're, nope. Uh-uh, <laughs> you're going to regret that, and I don't want to have to shave my head in solidarity with you. So, no, it's not happening. So, no haircuts, no getting nails done. It's also te- yeah. Teacher Appreciation Day, so we appreciate all you teachers who are having to deal with whatever the heck's going on. McGee's a teacher. He teaches guitar yeah. lessons, so uh, get guitar lessons yeah, from McGee. Yeah, take lessons from me. Send me a text. Yeah, through Zoom. Because you guys all have my phone number. Yes, very cool. <laughs> I was a teacher, and now my job is changing, and now I don't know what I am. I don't know what I am. So we're 
So we are supposed to talk about a Star Wars movie that we haven't seen. Yeah, so we have not seen. So <laughs> McGee and I have seen every single Star Wars movie multiple a times. times. Multiple like, uh, times. We spent our childhood. Uh, we haven't been able to see this last one. I don't for free, know why you know. we didn't it see it. It costs money right now. It's just because it costs money. No, it came out before all this. But it wasn't a Chris it didn't come out during Christmas, did it? Because Christmas is when yeah, we go see something. our Chris, or like our movies, so yeah, like well, Lord of the Rings or Star Christmas. Wars or whatever. We didn't see anything this year. Um, so anyway, yeah, our childhood was Star Wars. We got together with our cousins and we we played Star Wars, and I was always Princess Leia, and you guys put me in a room, and I just had to sit there and wait for you to save me. So it's pretty weird to have not seen a Star Wars movie, yeah, and then have to discuss it on a podcast. Exactly, like, this is interesting. And I mean, this didn't happen on this day, but I figure Revenge of the Fifth, uh, like, kind of negative thing. Yeah, it's like the Star thing. Wars day. Yeah, it's like the anti-Star Wars. It's like the the Force Balance Day. So this is the Revenge of the Fifth. It's the Sith, whatever. So we're gonna talk about. I'm glad we are going into this without having to see the movie actually. Because it helped me be a lot more objective when I was reading it. I don't think they're going to be spoilers, really. Um, so, uh, we all know... We all know that Finn and Poe are supposed to be boyfriends. Because they are just so in love. And... J.J. Abrams decided that he's not cool enough to, or brave enough to make that the storyline. And, uh, so... Who's Poe? Poe is the, um, ace pilot. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and Finn is... I didn't really see that between the two. Really didn't? They had such an intimate friendship, and that's what J.J. Abrams wanted to be. It's deeper than a relationship. Shut up. So... I guess I'm not really paying attention to emotional things in Star Wars. But that's all Star Wars (laughs) is, is emotion. (laughs) I spent, like, the uh, whole first movie crying, and then, like, the second half of the second movie crying, and then... You're not watching it right. <laughs> no, uh, you're not watching it right. It's the hero's journey. You're supposed to cry. Anyway. Um, so, J.J. Abrams, before this film came out, he, would like, was just hopping around, like, so excited and congratulating himself for having LGBTQ representation in the new movie and we were all so excited we were like Finn and Poe and then he was like it's not Finn and Poe and we were like well well, then why are we going to watch this movie Um, (laughs) so he we all know it should have been him should have been them but he's a self-congratulating piece of garbage which we know because he's done this same thing in every other movie he does so what he did is he went around saying that there was going to be like uh, like an LGBT relationship in this movie because there needed to be representation in sci-fi. And this was huge because it was going to be the first queer kiss in sci-fi ever or in Star what? Wars ever or something. It was going to be the first something groundbreaking. Huh. I couldn't I could not figure out what was groundbreaking about it. Um yeah, so he has a he has a a fun history of representing the queer community by never actually showing anything queer on the screen, but having random characters mention their off-screen partners or like kind of come close to holding hands or something. Um, so in this case, he actually had an on-screen kiss 
like a lesbian kiss and everyone was like so excited when they heard it was going to happen so uh basically how it did happen is uh the on-screen kiss this coward decided to grace us with was between someone named commander daisy daisy who i don't remember at all but apparently she's got a speaking role and has been in the other movies yeah i don't want to like relook up these roles because i want it to be somewhat not spoiled well for and me, i also you know don't I mean? really like that person's not important for sure um but so it's between her and an unnamed other female resistance fighter who we never see again, have never seen before, never see again. <laughs> uh, there's no relationship built. It's just random. Uh, it's apparently wow. in the background so fast that, as Mashable says, quote, you might have missed it if you reached for your popcorn at the wrong moment. And so the relationship was not developed as a relationship at all. Basically what it is is I guess there's some sort of celebration going on because they, they beat something or whatever. And the camera is panning along people celebrating. And then like for half a second, you see these two women kissing. And um, that was our representation. Oh, J.J. Abrams. He's, oh, my God. What, uh, uh, why would he go about saying that? He would have gotten way better press if he had not said stuff about that, and it just happened. Well, it made people uh, look because for, for him it. to make a big deal about like a, well, you know, Star Wars fans—they look for everything. They'll see it. Yeah, well, but eventually, for him to have promoted it beforehand—that's a sleazy move for him to do. Yeah, for it to you got to research him role. because that's what he does. That's what he does is he goes around and just hops around and congratulates himself for being like so, you know, subversive and like you know, progressive and whatever. And then it turns out to be nothing. And. I don't like him as a person. Some of his movies are cool. I do have to give him credit. As far as I know, this is the first queer kiss ever in a Disney movie. Because Disney owns Star Wars. So, um, yeah. So, J.J. Abrams... But like you're saying, it was in a celebration moment, so you don't even know if they were actually lesbians. Well, right? they were Could kissing. Could just be two friends it, kissing because uh, well, no, cause something he's, awesome happened. Because he said it was a lesbian relationship. He went around for oh, like a year yeah, before the gotcha. movie. Yeah, so we knew what it was supposed to be. Um, and apparently it was clearly, I don't know. You probably have to pause it like in, in any other Disney movie where it says like the dandelion says sex or whatever. Or there's like the naked lady in the, in the uh, rescuers. You know, um, I think it's gonna be on Disney Plus like tomorrow. That movie comes out, uh, so I might actually watch it. Part of me wants to just like read it. <laughs> I just want to be spoiled. So anyway, um, there's a lot of articles out there about how the about how that movie sets LGBT representation back way far, and I'm not gonna talk about how lesbian relationships are more acceptable than gay relationships which makes them a coward yeah we've already I will, that over. I will pound that in just want to go the, go back to this uh this crazy dutch this india guy dutch guy um so we talked about oh boy leandert hasenbosch uh yeah. i can't remember when uh april 17th yeah it wasn't too long ago april 17th oh, i believe okay. Uh, that's just, I'm just pulling that out of my, whatever. Um, so, he was, uh, the officer 
who was arrested and court-martialed for sodomy in 1725. And then he was marooned on an island on Ascension Island for, uh, that's, that was his punishment. Um, he was an officer in the Dutch East India Company. And um, he kept a diary as long as he could stay alive. He uh, The whole time he was there, he kept a diary. And it was later discovered in 1726, along with a tent and uh, castaway's belongings uh, by, a, by um, a British ship. But they didn't find anyone alive, and they didn't find a skeleton. Uh, they assumed that the, oh. the author of the diary had died of thirst, and uh, they took the diary back to England. Um, uh, uh, it was on May 5th, 1725 that he was put ashore to die. And that was when he wrote his first journal entry, which was quote, by order of the Commodore and captains of the Dutch fleet, I was set on shore on the Island of Ascension, which gave me a great deal of dissatisfaction and dissatisfaction <laughs> is capitalized, but I, yeah. but I hope almighty God will be my protection. They put ashore with me a cask of water, two buckets, and an old frying pan, etc. I guess that's probably what etc. looked like. It's yeah. an ampersand and a sea. Um, I made my tent on the beach near a rock, wherein I put some of my clothes. And that was just, that was his entire first entry. Um, huh. Historians historians also believe that he most likely died of thirst uh, in November of that same year. Uh, the diary has since been lost. Um, it was translated uh, in 1726. Um, but then the original one, it was, trans. you know, the original diary that the 1726 one was translated from has since disappeared. And, and since then it's turned into like one of those, you know, folk tales almost where like it became kind of an oral tradition and things got added on. Um, there were a lot of different translations of it. It, um, it was retranslated, republished. Uh, it was originally published emphasizing that it was a punishment for sodomy. Later, a version, uh, came out adding extra entries about sodomy and punishment for it. Um, it was named The Just Vengeance of Heaven Exemplified. And in this Whoa. in this version, there are a bunch of demons hanging out on the island, tormenting him. So <laughs> you can kind of see how it's turned into a fairy tale, and also how the how people lie to put things in. Because I think people by this point, they had for they didn't know the person's name. They'd forgotten the name. They had um, there were so many fiction books based on this, and like it just kind of had become like you know, it, Lord of the Rings or whatever, like, you know, myth becomes legend or whatever, and eventually it's all forgotten, you know? Um, yeah. And so, yeah, so people just kind of translated it however they wanted, not really realizing that they were, like, taking things that were fake and putting them in their translation. Um, <laughs> so his name, yeah, was originally misspelled and then forgotten until 2006 when the full story was pieced together and published uh, thanks to the life work of, let's see if I can do this, I think it's like Mike, Michael, it's like Michiel uh, Kuhlbergen. I'm sure that's not, it's probably Kuhl, Kuhlbergen, but Kuhlbergen. Kuhlbergen is an awesome name. 
Um, so he yeah. had searched through archives, like the archives of the ship, like the ship's logs, like the original ship, the uh, the court records, the um, he had looked and kind of compared and contrasted the versions that have been published and compared those to the like ship's logs and like the ev- kind of evidence of like what they found at the scene and then kind of like the ship uh, that found the diary, like what people had said about it on that ship. And so he pieced it all together and that is like the most accurate version we have of the diary. Um, and he didn't live to see it published. Uh, he died in 2002 but his uh, publisher and his family were, were, like, dedicated to getting his life's work out. So they published it, um, a, Dutch, a Dutch castaway on Ascension Island in 1725, which is a terrible title. Um, they published that in 2006, and I need to go read that. I couldn't really find it anywhere, but I'm really interested in reading it. It's yeah. sounds cool. Got to be out there somewhere. Yeah, so that is the... End of the story of Leandert Hasenbosch, Hasenbosch, who was like didn't get that great of a yeah of a hand in life. A lot of castaway stories are based on him, like Robinson Crusoe. Mm -hmm. I think that is quite a crazy um, punishment. Well, and it stinks (laughs) like that. You have you know that that has to be like the punishment or a common punishment or whatever you know so like to be set you know well they did jack sparrow all the time (laughs) (laughs) yeah i wonder if that was based off of this person yeah well i think everything goes back to him really like all the castaway ideas yeah Yeah. so star wars and a really interesting diary all right well uh make sure you stick around for the unicorn after we go into a little bit of housekeeping Indeed. here. If if you would like to like us, we would like you a lot. Please like our Facebook page. It's called Queer All Year. And if you want a more in-depth conversation, you can join our group. It's called the Queer All Year Mafia. Mafia. Um, on Twitter and Instagram, we go by Queer All Year Pod. So you can add us and hashtag us in any way you'd like. Um, in order to get, or if you'd like to get bonus episodes, bloopers, uh, ringtones, and more, you can go to patreon.com slash queer all year and join one of the various tiers we have on there. Indeed. Um. Yeah. Help make G get a chair that doesn't sound like a fart. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You can do that. It is a terrifying chair. Uh, if you would like to go out and uh, give us a five-star rating wherever you listen and a review and tell the world about us and see us at the Real or True Crime Podcast Festival, July Yeah, 11th. that's going to be awesome. Yeah, uh, you can do that. It would be extremely helpful, especially just to tell people about us because word of mouth is all good. Um, and... Yeah, uh, the unicorn is getting antsy. So, you want to know what the unicorn it. says? The unicorn says, what? wedding season is upon us. Get your liver and wallet ready. Oh, my goodness. Luckily, I don't <laughs> think I know. Unicorn, you're getting, like, lazy or something. <laughs> well, I don't, wedding season is upon us, but luckily, I don't think I know anyone who's single anymore. 
Thank goodness. Well, Brian uh, is getting married. Oh. Um, we're supposed to go to his wedding, but it's postponed because of COVID. coronavirus. Yeah. Cool. So, cousin Brian, yay. When was? Oh, I'm not gonna yeah. ask when that was, but yeah. I mean, mm, never mind. It's a McGowan wedding. Uh. Yeah. Get your liver ready for that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wedding was not in wedding season. It was much better. So, that is the unicorn. The unicorn, uh, don't drink too much is what the unicorn says. So, I hope you are, well, we hope you are staying safe. We hope your employer is keeping you safe. We hope you dance and, uh, sing um, and we hope that you are happy. Be happy. It's, it's, the world is ending. Be happy, I guess. Uh, just know also that wherever you are and however you feel, the universe is, is exactly, you are exactly where the universe wants you to be. I'm tired. <laughs> Should we try that again?